You're about to enter the world of gross. Know your body? Not even close. For the next two minutes, I'll give you a clue of all the gross things that can happen to you. Let's talk about earwax and a story called The Earwax Attacks. Somewhere deep in outer space, I believe there exists a special place where people from another race use both my ears as their home base. The Ceremon live inside the left, the Otitis take up the right, and somewhere in my ear canal is where they like to fight. My allegiance is with the Ceremon, who save me time and time again. A nuisance, yes, but it's not that dumb, because they help protect my outer eardrum. They're really a strong and sticky crew that traps anything that comes after you, like dirt and germs and dust and cells, so deep I can't hear when my mother yells. The story began one day by the pool. I forgot my earplugs, like a fool. I jumped in the water for a little swim when a wave of water hurried in. Though a normal ear canal is curved, this time it made me quite unnerved and didn't spit the water back. Instead, it decided to attack. Then soon, the Otitis would appear, so strong and mighty, they had no fear. They screamed, let's give him swimmer's ear. That was the last thing I could hear. I started to swell, my ear inflamed, Otitis dexterna, I think it was named. The pain was agony as they attacked, but there was one thing the Otitis lacked. Wax, a substance we know it despises. It comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Caucasians and Africans, their ears make yellow or brown sticky wax that's moist like jello. The Asians and Native Americans say that theirs is flaky, dry, crumbly, and gray. And I say, I don't care either way, just as long as my ceremon win the fight today. Etched in my mind, I will always remember that day way back in early September. The fight in my ear raged like nothing you'd find until the ceremon began to attack from behind. They stirred up secretions from my 4,000 glands, fatty acids and enzymes like rubber bands, some flakes of dried skin and keratin too, creating a golden, gross, waxy goo. And it dried up the water and cleaned up Otitis like a magical touch from the Greek god Midas. And all that was left was a big hunk of wax, a reminder that we won the wax attacks. But wait, what happens to that yellow-brown stuff? Does it stay in my ear? You mean a wind's not enough? There was still so much wax inside my ear when my mother confirmed my very worst fear. The ear doctor? No! With vacuums and tweezers, he pushed and he prodded and lied when he said he would stop if I nodded. Just then, when my whole body started to twinge, he pulled out what looked like a three-foot syringe. He put it inside of my ear all the way, just a bit more than I thought I could handle that day. And he twisted and turned and then grinned with delight as he pulled out what looked like a candle you'd light. One from each ear, I wish you could see him. He said they belonged in a wax museum. It could have been worse, there could have been more, if Otitis had succeeded in winning the war. So now you all know about ceramon protection and the hope you can beat an Otitis infection. 
You've been listening to a selection from the book, The Fart Heard Round the World, by Ricky Mintz. To read all 30 stories, go to thatfartbook.com. This has been The World of Gross, written and produced by Ricky Mintz, narrated by Lasana Jeffries. 